When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're on The Burt Show. Okay, so Tommy, before I even get uh, April back on here, um, did the fiancé answer all of, the, all of the questions, or is it just one that we're going to focus on? Um, she didn't answer any of the questions. Okay. Mm. All right, so April called us up and, a couple of days ago and said that uh, she had been dating a guy for six years, was waiting for him to propose, and had one of those line-in-the-sand days. It's not really an ultimatum. It's just a date that if this dude doesn't propose by this date, then I am out of here. He clearly isn't ready, but he doesn't even know about this line-in-the-sand. And we kind of feel like it's fair if you say to him or he says to you that marriage is important to me. And he knows that or she knows that and it doesn't happen in a certain amount of time. At some point or another, you got to say, OK, I just spent six years with this dude. I'm moving on. I can't wait for him. And so that's what she was doing. And right before her line in the sand day, he broke up with her and then four months later ends up engaged to somebody else. So clearly, April has questions when we do these closure calls. It's usually Tommy, our studio and show director calling the other person and getting those answers from that person. In this case, April had a whole bunch of questions lined up for the fiance. So before we get into those responses or her response, April, can you go through the questions one more time, one by one? Uh, Sure, absolutely. Okay, go for it. Okay, um, when did your relationship with him begin? Was there any overlap with our relationship? Was he emotionally available right from the start of your relationship or did he seem affected by our recent breakup? Do you know why he decided to propose to you so quickly after our breakup? Was he open about his past relationship with me when you two started dating? Did you know about me and how long we had been together? Um, Has he shared with you his reasons for ending our long-term relationship? Did he mention any unresolved issues or regrets from our relationship that I should be aware of? And lastly, um, do you have any insight that might help me understand why our relationship didn't lead to an engagement? Okay, so my initial thought when you gave those questions to Tommy is that once she gets those, she's going directly to your ex and is saying, you're not going to believe what is happening here. And then he's probably going to dictate if she's, quote unquote, allowed to answer the questions or not. Well, I feel. No. Okay. (laughs) So we were talking before and I asked Abby, like, you know, you're engaged to a man. His ex reaches out to you and asks you these questions. Would you be open to answering them? And you said yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to have respect for the people that they dated prior to you because you're in the same dating pool like I mean these aren't like these evil villains that your your ex or your partner spent the, these years with they're real people but would you go to your fiance and tell him before engaging in conversation with her 100% yeah. I think that's the respectful thing to do yeah um I would tell whoever I was seeing at the time and then we would make that decision together but my instinct would be I am not risking my current for my ex 
So I'm probably being real cautious about that. I would probably not even bring it up to the person that I'm with and, and not even answer it and leave the past in the past because I don't want to. I don't want to jeopardize my current situation either. All right, so April here has been sitting here waiting, and she knows that there's been a response. So, show director Tom, you want to take it from here? Well, in some ways, a lack of response, because like I said, no questions that she asked just now are being answered. But it's not because she's given the cold shoulder. It's more along the lines of Abby. She's totally open to this, and she's actually very empathetic in her response. So I reached out to Kelsey. I explained closure call, the entire situation, sent her April's questions, and she wrote back, and kind of like what I'm saying, she what she had to say was a bit surprising. She said, I've been in her shoes and needed closure before, so I totally can relate to how she's feeling. It took me a long time to move on from a past relationship that felt unresolved. So I'd like to help her move on if I can. I've read through the questions you've shared on her behalf. It's a lot to take in. And honestly, each question carries a weight that I feel deserves more than just a typed response. Email responses can sometimes feel a bit cold or impersonal, don't you think? So here's what I propose. How about she and I meet up for a casual drink or dinner? Wow. Okay. I think it would be much better to talk about these things face-to-face. It'll give us both a chance to have a real conversation where we can chat openly and honestly. I want to be clear, though, there might be some things I'm not fully comfortable diving into or might not have all the answers to. But I'm willing to share what I can, and hopefully it might offer some clarity or closure for April. Let me know what she says. Thanks, Kelsey. Well, uh, unless I'm not seeing something here, this seems like a very kind thing to do. Yes. Mm, it does. It, it, it does. But April, how does that make you feel like? I understand wanting to get answers, but if I were you, I'd want to get answers from a distance. That's meeting face-to-face with your ex's fiance. That's a lot. <sighs> I mean, objectively, the the email was, was very kind. Yes. Um, I don't know. It brings up more emotions of, oh, is she nice? <laughs> I think there's something else going on here. I think mm-hmm. the fiance wants to meet up with you to get clarification on the timeline. Because I think now maybe you've raised a red flag. Whoa. 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 Right? Like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> was there overlap? I didn't know he was in a relationship recently. See, this clearly is coming from somebody that hosts a podcast about breakups. <laughs> I got trust <laughs> issues for days, y'all. Understandably so. Oh, I didn't even see that coming. It, it so, does seem like a bit much for her to want to meet her. Yeah. I, I feel like there was something hmm. there, but I couldn't think of what, and that makes a ton of sense. I think you should do it. I think you should go for it. If you want your closure, this is what you'll do, April. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. Like she's setting um, the parameters on you want information. She's willing to give it to you, but she's only going to be she's only going to give it to you under the under these parameters. So are you willing to accept her conditions? I I think so. Maybe maybe a, a coffee. Maybe yes. not mm-hmm. a drink. Yeah. That I'd keep alcohol out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would keep alcohol out of it for sure. <laughs> Quite the opposite for me. <laughs> you don't <right>. need a drink. <laughs> April, when you decide what you're going to do, can we follow up with you on an email and then follow up with you after you talk to her face to face? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, oh. I really appreciate your help. Uh, you have to. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we will start. We will find you. All right, April. Thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. So I have realized that I have allowed myself to be victimized by social media, Instagram specifically. So you guys know if you listen to the show at all, and you guys certainly know in here that I'm really, I try to be health conscious. I'm really into like biohacking. I try to put all sorts of supplements and vitamins in my body. My goal is to live to 90 years old, but not 90 where the last 10 or where somebody else is wiping my butt. Mm -hmm. I want to be like healthy and active at least till 85 and then just have that slow decline. Okay. So 90 is the goal. So it's interesting when you get on social media and we've said this a million times before on the show, once you start clicking on things, the algorithm and the internet Mm -hmm. knows exactly what you want. Exactly. So it keeps giving you like info on things to buy and purchase and puts interesting things in front of you that they know you're going to love. If you researched it, if you Googled it, it's popping up in an ad somewhere as you're on the Internet. hundred percent. And even though Zuckerberg has said, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. That's not even possible. Uh, All of us have come in here with stories before where we might be talking about a green tree. And then within 30 seconds, we have uh, ads about green trees on Facebook or whatever. Right. Instagram. So I have realized now in my search to be healthier that I am trying too hard and Instagram is to blame. I told you guys some time ago that I had this stroke in my eyeball. I still can't see out of one fourth of my right eye, which is okay. It's all right. All right. It's still doable. But as I'm talking to doctors on exactly why it happened, because I don't want it to happen in the rest of my body. If it's just isolated in my optic nerve, I can live with this. If I have a stroke over the next couple of weeks and it affects other things, that's going to bother me. Yeah. So I started to do a deep dive and try to figure out why, right? And I realized as I wrote down all the supplements that I have been taking, because I'll see something on Instagram and it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, I got to get that. I buy it. Then a couple of days later, there's some other magic pill or magic supplement. I'm like, that thing is going to make me live to 90. And I do it over and over and over again. So many times that I counted my supplements the other day. 26. What? I'm taking 26 supplements. (laughs) What are you doing? What? It's fish oil. It's vitamin A. It's vitamin D. It's, uh, what else do I got on here? I'm I'm looking at the list right now. There's stuff on here that I'm taking every day. I don't even remember buying. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even know what it's doing. And it's not all pills. Like, you put it like that collagen shake you bring in here or whatever. That counts too, right? Uh, I don't have that on the list, but it's mostly supplements. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's another one. You even got something that didn't make the list. <laughs> I'm like, you literally drink this god-awful looking thing every single morning that has stuff in it. It's bone broth, collagen, and yeah. Yeah, and that and didn't make the list. Uh, that did not make the wow. list. Wow, okay. So I think what happened with my eyeball is some of these supplements were trying to work their way out of my body through uh, my eyes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have decided... I'm going one by one now and talking to my doctor. I'm like, which one of these things can I get off of? Because I take a multivitamin every day also, which should cover most of the stuff on this list. But when I'm on Instagram and it's telling me I need more of it, I'm like, I don't even remember that I took a multivitamin. So I'm curious because whenever I go to the doctor and I get a physical every year, they ask me what I'm taking, not just prescription, but everything like my probiotic, my cranberry pills, all that stuff. And I, I have my little pill box and yeah. I have like 
five things I take yeah, every mine's day. Mine's a little, mine's like luggage. I know. <laughs> have you not been telling your doctor what you take? Uh, uh, you know, I think I might have been a little lazy about it. I think you might have been. Got <laughs> <laughs> a few hours, huh? This, this information, like your doctor should know this by now. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think I'm probably trying to do it off the top of my head. So I'm like, well, I know I take vitamin D yeah. and I know I take vitamin C. <laughs> so I'll put those down. Uh, but then when I put the entire list down, because I'm now I'm really starting to get serious about it now that I can't see out of one fourth of my eye, uh-huh. I didn't even realize I was taking this many. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm not even slowly weaning myself off of it. Like, it's all gone. <laughs> Is that why you came in here just throwing vitamins at me the other day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Take, right? these. <laughs> take this one. Take this one. I'm not using it anymore. This might be the reason why I'm only 5'4", also. <laughs> this is what stunted your growth? This is it. Okay. If I didn't take half of these, I'd be 6'2 right now. <laughs> Listen, it's the Bird Show.